Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Experiments Web Clinic Audio Replay Podcast. Marketing Experiments is an internet marketing research laboratory. The web clinic you are about to hear was broadcast live to an international audience of marketing professionals. Sign up to be invited to future web clinics, as well as gain access to all of our online marketing research at marketingexperiments.com. Thank you, Daniel. We're back again, this time on Halloween. And we were surprised to see how many of you registered on this holiday. The title is How Do Website Colors Impact Conversion? And we do have a lot of new research here that reveals some critical mistakes. You'll notice that our team has crossed that through. And uh, in keeping with the theme today, they've called them horrifying mistakes that uh, designers make with color. And I'll tell you, it's not a bad clarification. Apart from Halloween, some of the most horrifying mistakes I've seen on websites have occurred with the use of color. So we're going to move rapidly into the the study itself. Let me begin by just moving straight into a case study. This is Test Protocol 1645. It is a large sports entertainment provider that's providing or sought to increase conversion on its main landing page. The goal is to increase premium signups. By the way, this is the largest probably in the world. And the question is, which color scheme will result in a higher conversion rate? And so let's look a bit at uh, the, the setup. This is the MechLab's uh, control test environment, and we were uh, essentially in this environment operating to certify a treatment that would be reliable for the management team. And you'll notice version A. The control was a design with a dark background and white text. And uh, let me show you version B. The treatment was an almost exact color inverse of the control. So you can see these two. In fact, I'll show them to you side by side. And uh, the question is, will the white version have any performance lift over the darker version? We wouldn't expect a significant difference. In fact, there isn't a significant difference because... Everything is identical except for the color. However, this was an entertainment company, and they're used to uh, glitzy designs and stylistic color, and they lean towards something like you see on the left as opposed to the right. However, in light of recent results, they are changing everything, because after this test, they discovered that they could see a 10.6% increase uh, appropriate for Halloween also, uh, increase on uh, simply a change in color. They didn't change the headline. They didn't change the value proposition. They didn't change the call to action. They simply changed the color. Now, there's a lot more case studies in this program and a lot of live optimization. And so, if you're just joining us, we may be looking at your own pages as this continues. But let's talk about some of the critical principles, the key principles that we need to understand when we think about color. Number one, marketers do not optimize web designs. As you've often heard me say, our job is to optimize thought sequences. Yet often, our design is not created with the intention of guiding this thought sequence. You often hear me use the word guiding or the phrase guiding the thought sequence. But most of us don't know how to use the elements on the page to control the eyes so that the eyes go across a set of visual cues that are synchronized with the ideal sequence of thoughts. Color is very important in achieving this. And in fact, there are five design elements 
that enable a marketer to guide the visitor through a conversion process. Each of these draw their power from the principle of relevance. When I say relevance or relativity, let me say, we're talking about how relative you might say size or color or shape is with all the other components on the page. Let's look at the first, size. The second, shape. The third, color. The fourth, position. And the fifth, motion. These five elements help you determine which particular uh, item or element on the page someone's going to see first and then what they will see second and so on. If you are careful to match these five elements to the sequence of thought and if you are careful to take the sequence of thought and guide it towards the primary objective of the page, you can see dramatic lifts. And with that in mind, we have been tracking errors. Now, these are not errors that we might say come from a sort of uh, experience or opinion, but errors that we wanted to validate in our own laboratory, errors that many of us are making. In fact, I would say most of us on this call are probably experiencing some of these errors on our own pages. And so we're going to work through them. Color is among the most uh, common errors that we see. People use colors based on taste, use colors based on stylistic consideration. Taste is fine. Stylistic consideration is fine. But they should be subservient to the larger goal of influencing a decision. And in fact, if you will follow with me for the balance of this session today, we're going to take these five uh, horrifying mistakes and we're going to highlight them, showing you case studies and then live optimization examples. If this is your first time on a Mech Labs web clinic or with marketing experiments, please know that we have had audience users uh, submit their, their pages. We're going to be looking at those pages live and optimizing them. I have not seen them yet. We'll be optimizing those pages as we connect them with the principles from this content. So let's begin with the first mistake, and it is this, wrong emphasis. So let's look at a case study, Test Protocol 1187. This is a site that provides educational resources for health and fitness. And uh, the goal was to increase the amount of membership signups. And we have two versions of a landing page. We want to know which one will achieve the highest click-through. Here is the first version. Now, this version is stacked vertically, and there are elements on this page as part of a radical redesign experiment that we go through. But we want you to notice the difference in color. Now, clearly, there's more going on here. We have changed the actual approach of the page. But in this case, the color is doing nothing other than highlighting buttons that are stacked upon, uh, one upon the other. However, in the treatment, we have a uh, whole different approach. And please notice the chart and how the various shades of color are being used to guide your thinking. And please notice that the fourth element is heavier. And we use the word heavy here to denote a matter of emphasis. It is heavier because we are driving you towards this particular decision. Now, you might say, well, that's the decision you want the audience, to, the audience to make because it's the one that's most profitable. That could be, but there's more to it than that. The reality is conversion will be better if we emphasize any one of these elements typically. Because when you leave this 
audience with equally weighted options. The velocity of their movement through the series of micro yeses that lead to the macro yes, i.e. a purchase, slows down because the person must stop and make meaning of the options. What we want to do is help you make the decision as fluidly as possible so we can continue to build momentum in the purchase. So here is the two pages, and uh, here then is the final. The second page produces an 81.36% increase in click-through. Now, let's uh, look at another quick example. Look on the left. Look how color is used on the right. Now, on the left side, your eyes are being drawn by the picture and the red emphasis of free trial outside of the form and interfering with the flow through the form. On the right, color is being used to change the tone and feel of the form and the bright red button, and I'm not always for a bright red button, but in this case, because of uh, the nature of the test, we chose to use red, and now the bright red button is being used at the bottom, emphasized to draw your eyes through the form and also to emphasize the primary action or objective of the page. What's the difference? A 97% increase. Now, there's a danger right now. You may be joining us and thinking about these experiments. We're going to see lots of case studies because we don't want to simply render opinions on a, a clinic like this. We want to share with you the research. If you haven't uh, read some of our material, we have tested 10,000 plus landing page paths. We've tested across more than 1 billion emails. We've recorded at MacLabs 5 million phone calls and analyze them. We're the world's largest and oldest independent research facility. <laughs> Did you hear that, Paul? That is actually in uh, Paul's slide. I don't know if you're familiar with that word. It's fertility. And uh, it's a special Latin word that can be translated as uh, place, spot, <laughs> research spot. Uh, so uh, anyway, we, we, we have a lot of stuff we've been researching and uh, we're learning from it and we're sharing with you those findings. Look on this particular slide and you'll see the 97% increase and if you're not careful, it'll sort of be, and I know I'm coining a pun here because I'm an academic, academic. You look at it and that's interesting, but you miss the impact, the personal impact that is for the person who actually engineered this test. The person in a company who can go back to their leadership and say, we just doubled the completions on this form. That's a serious improvement, and it impacts uh, people on a personal level. It also helps the customers, because these people have a good solution, and it enables more prospects to become acquainted with the power of that solution. It's good for everyone. Let's go on. This is in Italian, and uh, we did this in, of course, Italy, and uh, with a cosmetics group, and you'll see how color is about to be used. One of the key drivers of success based on our testing was the free shipping component offered in this particular ad. You don't need to speak Italian to make sense of it. Just look at the difference. See how we are using color to emphasize the free shipping? What's the difference in terms of performance? A 48% increase. Dramatic for them. Significant. To coin a Paul Shaney phrase. And uh, let me go then to uh, one uh, more key point. The goal here, look at United Way of Toronto, is to increase donations. Look at the primary traffic link email. This is LiveOp. Somebody on this call submitted this. It was submitted by Linda. 
We want you in the audience to tell us what we might be able to do to improve this page's performance and start by particularly thinking about the color. So I'm going to just step here and uh, Paul, I need to be able to see those. There you go. Let me get a sense of how people are responding and I will share that with you. So uh, the audience is optimizing before I do. And I see... Uh, a lot of things here include, I'm going to have to step forward, gentlemen, include uh, uh, the emphasis is too great on this. Pick a color and go with it, uh, someone else says. Uh, Steve says, reverse the reverse type. Brighter, says someone else. Too many colors, says Philip. Too many colors, says Maureen. And too many colors, says Leanne. And it's in the wrong place, says another. And I don't know where to look says another, and move the donate button up, change its color to draw the eye, and move the call to action to the right side of the page, says Dave McCarty. Dave, I know you. <laughs> there are m many people on this line from around the world, but I recognize you. It's good to see you on the call. Uh, Dave did research with us years ago in a financial group. And uh, iPath distraction from Devon. And uh, on it goes. Jess Mills says, reduce the number of colors so the heavy color can be used for attention. Jess, that's absolutely right. And in fact, if you look at this page, the overuse of color and images makes it difficult for the eyes to focus on any particular component. Now, we could optimize the page. We could talk about the copy, the headline, the image itself. But let's just for a moment talk about the use of color and the notion of those five elements, size, color, shape, motion, and position. You have a heavy emphasis on the left-hand side of the page. Help people move from poverty to possibility. The emphasis is already on a part of the page that people will see naturally when they come into the site. And it is in blue and it is large. And then it has, and I think this is appropriate, a sort of shape pointing you down to donate now. Now, my problem with this page is, Linda, if someone who comes here is already determined that they're going to give and they come to this page to give then the way you've designed this page might work, although I still think there's too much happening on the right-hand side if people already know they're here to give. On the contrary, if they don't know that, if they're coming here to make a decision, as I must assume they are, then what we have is an emphasis on the left side of the page asking them to make the decision before they've experienced the reasoning and the force of your value proposition. We don't have a thought sequence here. We have thoughts being presented at different places and in different ways and in a sort of lateral format and a call to action that's premature both because it's high in the page and it's on the left side or you might say in the English-speaking world on the first side of the page. In China, it might be different. Here, that's a problem. Now, I say that to you to say that we have a problem with the iPath itself. You have done a good job of making the button stand out. Color is helpful, but I would not have that a flat color or a flat button, I would make it feel three-dimensional. And of course, I would move it underneath the copy. And I would be very careful about a headline that takes up a small percentage of the page, perhaps one-third of the top left, and then is supplanted by an image that isn't actually communicating the right message. Something else. If you look at the, the image, it's actually some sort of uh, video. And that is the wrong place for video. I don't want them interacting with the video before they understand or have some sort of what we would call story click, if you've seen our, our clinic on copywriting. If you haven't seen that, where I'm teaching that piece, you can go to marketingexperiments.com. There's no cost. Download the lecture, and you'll understand more what I mean. There is 
a lot of meaning being left for me to make of the page because the objective has not been clearly pointed to by the design of the page and because my thoughts are not being sequenced properly in its layout. Uh, so keep that in mind, audience. If you'll continue to think about what we're discussing and give me more feedback, very soon we're going to talk uh, and look at another page and I'm going to ask you to help us get that right. By the way, if we're not looking at your page, there are still transferable principles that can help you drill down on opportunities to improve your own pages. But now we're ready for another horrifying mistake. I do not know where they got that graphic from. It was not in the, in the original that I reviewed, but it is Halloween. And, um, and by the way, if you're logging into this and it's not Halloween, you may be watching this video uh, at Christmas for that matter. You may be watching it two years from the time that we record it because much of this content is, uh, you might say, evergreen or will have impact for a long time in terms of its core principles. It's all right. You don't need to be... Uh, uh, you're not looking at something that's dated or not useful for you. It still has a sort of uh, essential set of insights that might be useful as you're thinking about your own pages. Let's go on to that next point, wrong amount. What are we talking about? Well, here's the test protocol, 1243, consumer credit counseling. And this is a service offering free debt consultation. And the goal is to increase the amount of free debt consultation signups without additional traffic. Which page will generate the highest uh, completion rate? Let's look. Here is the original page. The main objective of the page is lost because there's so much color saying and doing so much on the page. We had to somehow overcome this and we weren't in a position where we could dramatically change the page. So now we're going to use color to interrupt all of this and emphasize what we're trying to say and we're going to combine that with emotion. Here's what you're seeing. This uh, pop-up this treatment effectively eliminates all the distractions on the page by fading them into the background, focusing you with just two primary colors. The background and a very clear, very strong, easy to understand, easy to see that it is a call to action or a button. What's the result? A 63% increase in conversion. 63.19% to be precise. Uh, again, color is being used very strategically. Let's look at this example. Not this, many colors competing for the attention of the visitor, but this, a main call to action emphasized with color only. And by the way, does that really make a difference? Yes, a 20% improvement in conversion. By the way, just a note for many of you, some of these pages, the only change you will see is color. Sometimes we're employing something called a radical redesign and using something called a variable cluster. That means we might be making more changes at one time and parsing out the difference. We teach you why and how we do this in our course, The Fundamentals of Online Testing. I'm only saying that to say that if you're wondering, well, how or how much of that impact was the color only, it's one of those principles, how to do variable clusters and discern this information. It's one of those principles that we actually teach in that particular certification course. Let me keep going. Uh, here is a page submitted by Ashley. It's called the Puzzle Warehouse. And uh, the goal is to guide shoppers to the best subcategory of jigsaw puzzles and complete the sale. Primary traffic is SEO. And the target audience is retirees, seniors, parents, and families. You can see the actual page URL if you'd care to go there. And while you're there, please buy some puzzles from Ashley. But in the meantime, 
uh, we're looking at our page and we're going to try to improve it. By the way, I, most of you know this, but uh, Ashley is not a sponsor of this event. We're not plugging puzzles, but we certainly want to help her. And since we have all these marketers on the line, uh, you, can, you can order puzzles from Ashley. Right now, however, I'd like you to look at the page and tell me what you would do to make it better. Gentlemen, I'm almost stepping off camera because the screens are so big now and the lights are so bright. And I'm going to look again at your answers. What would you do to make this page better? Too many colors, says Allison. Eliminate the green box on the left, says Jim. Use the golden ratio, says Ray. Knock out text hard to read for the target audience. Very good point. The green hurts my eyes or stops them, says Karen. The bottom copy in blue is tough to read. You're right. Reduce the color size, says Chris. Too much bold text, says Dave. He's right. Pick one dominant color, says Amanda. Low contrast, says Tom. You're right. Fewer pictures, says Sarah. These are good, this is good counsel. And Ashley, you have a, uh, one of the world's largest focus groups right now looking at your page and giving you solid content. And by the way, when you give us these answers, and I can't go through all of them because they come in as fast as I can say them, we're reading all several hundred of these, trying to see what the, you might say, the collective marketing quotient, the marketing IQ of our audiences. It helps us to approximate what we should be teaching next, and it helps us track how well you're learning from our previous uh, clinics and uh, discoveries. What would we do with this page? Well, let's start with the fact that it has no headline and that it begins at the top as if you're looking at a, a catalog uh, page or a magazine page as opposed to entering into a conversation with someone that can help you. I, I want to help you. You see, lost under the word puzzle warehouse at the top because the color is wrong is the word the largest jigsaw puzzle store in the USA. That is the beginning of a true value proposition. The problem is, nobody's going to see it because the color contrast is wrong. And in fact, it's got banner blindness because of the location on the page. And then you see the same problem when you see the gray bar under the top blue sort of nav. You have a light blue on a gray background and much of it gets lost. And uh, in fact, when the text is bolded, it becomes almost impossible to read unless you're very carefully uh, watching it. And the designer, typically, of a site like this, and designers, you need to remember this, you're probably working on a classy machine. It's probably big, powerful. You're a designer. You need to see your colors. Your resolution is excellent. But much of your audience, particularly this audience, retirees, seniors, etc., do not have the same quality monitor as you do and probably are not experiencing the page the way it looks to you. Once more, we now have green on the left, Huge image on the right, lots of images on the bottom. There is no eye path. If I was fixing this page, I would reduce the color, use color for emphasis only, start with a strong headline that communicates the value proposition. Welcome to Puzzle Warehouse. We are the world's largest, let's look at the top, we are the world's largest jigsaw puzzle store or the largest jigsaw puzzle store in the USA. And I'm just making up the ranks. For the last 23 years, we've been helping X find the very best or the very most or the most intriguing or the most interesting or the most you know, entertaining puzzle. There are three ways to find what you're looking for here on this site. One, you can shop by X. Two, you can shop by Y. Or, and then something, an ending like, down below are our top five sellers. You know, or just below are our top five sellers. Something like that that takes the page and gives it a voice. In fact, if you were as a marketer, explaining this page to someone else, you would naturally begin a dialogue telling them what to do here, how it's organized. Why do we do that when we talk to a friend, but we assume when someone's coming to our website that we don't need to do that? 
People don't buy from websites. People buy from people. This site has a personality to its visitors. And the personality right now is one that isn't selling your product as well as it could. You need a headline, subheader, opening paragraph with some critical text, clarity about how to use the site, helping people find what they need to. Think for them. Talk with them. Never leave it to them to make meaning of the page. I will continue and uh, with the next mistake. This is called the wrong combination. We've covered two. We're on to our third now. And let's look at another case study. Test protocol 1444, a large artist community. They offer paid subscriptions to more content. By the way, they have billions of page views. They're remarkable in terms of their reach. And they need to increase click-through on the home page to the primary offer page so they can monetize all of that traffic. I'd like you to look at a very interesting experiment. You'll see the control. Now, this is sort of uh, uh, an ad on the page. It is content trying to get you to uh, pay for premium access, to convert you likely from free to paid. So, here is a carefully designed form. In fact, we helped build this form. But look at the difference between that form and this. Let's go back again. In fact, let's look at them side by side. They are identical except that the color has been used to draw your eyes. Now, remember, you're not looking at a page. You're looking at a square box on a large page. And we need to get your eyes to this element. You say, why don't you show me the whole page? Likely because, uh, A, we're protecting the brand. But know that we want your eyes drawn to this space where we can engage you in a decision process. And so what happens when we simply change the background color? A 19.5% increase. Now, marketers, let me talk to you for a second. Your job is tough. You probably see right now important changes that you'd like to make to your site. The problem is, when you go to try and make those changes, IT has 27 reasons why they can't get it done until the next sprint or until the next rollout, or you've got a code freeze coming for Christmas. There is probably changes you'd like to make to your order process, changes down in the cart, changes that might occur earlier in the channels in areas that are outside of your control. It might be that you only own a small part of the entire path and you can't get cooperation with other people. It might be that the business unit that you're working for has too much control over the messaging. But let me tell you something. In almost every case you can have some influence on color. Apart from a violation of brand guidelines, you can have an influence on color. And how easy was it to get a 19.5% increase? Just a change in color. That's profound when you consider it. Let's look at another example. Look at these two side by side. Not this, but this. Now, we're suggesting the one on the right. Why are we suggesting the one on the right? Well, for good reason. Not because we're designers and we find that to be more attractive. Yes, there are designers here. Not because we're consultants and we would advise you to do that based on our experience. Not because we're an agency and we think it represents the next big idea. Because we've done some science and we know that the form on the right outperforms the one on the left by 88%. Now, wait a second. 88%? Look at the difference. Clearly, there's a couple of changes in, 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 in the way, but the, the wording is identical. In fact, unlike that on the left, which has that great big text, the one on the right is smaller, 
But the difference is, it's still easier to read because the contrast is clear. So, a simple change in color can have a dramatic impact. Let's go again. This page is submitted by Craig. And it's called uh, The Tall Choice. And you can see it. Uh, this week's free bonuses and a series of products underneath it and some color. Can I get the audience to tell me how you'd make this page better? Let's help Craig, but let's also identify principles that we can apply all over the web to our own sites. Uh, let me see here. Uh, no headline, says Devin. Get rid of the red, says Dave. Pick one column and make it number one, says Jeff. Different font weight, says Tom. Contrast problems, says uh, someone else. It's, these names go by so fast, sometimes it's hard to read them. Why am I on this page? Why is there a giant red box, says Jason. No hierarchy, says Allison. Uh, no sidebar nav, says Brennan. Uh, the red overwhelms, says Francisco. And on they go. Way too much copy, by the way, says Cara. There are probably things that we don't understand. There are probably backgrounds and context. And Craig, you could probably, if you were in a conference room with us all, explain you know, more about the traffic, more about their preferences. But let's look at the things that we know for sure. We may know for sure that uh, white on red in your navigation is probably a very negative choice for your color. Red has something called association. We're going to learn about association later in one of these other principles, and I'll show you an example. But red often sends a message. Now listen, color doesn't just draw the eyes. Color communicates a message by association. You need to understand what that means uh, uh, later on, but I can tell you that in test after test, that background color interferes with conversion. If you go from the bright red, you then move to boxes that are uh, sort of a gray-gray. Uh, a Beware of that also. First of all, white on gray is never a good contrast. Secondly, gray itself in that form around a product often interferes with the tone and the feel of the product. Moreover, the brown that you've chosen often tests negative, and please look at that brown on the gray box. It's even worse when you place it on a gray background. I don't know what the designers were thinking with this page, but I think its colors are all wrong, fundamentally wrong, Craig, and I hope this helps you. And may I say this to Craig and to every person whose page we've looked at so far, if you want to email us your newer version and get some comments from our team, we'll do our best to help you because we want you to get a serious lift. We want you to get a win. We want you to learn something that you can apply throughout your career to many different sites and many different places. I'm going to continue. Audience, I'm moving to mistake number four. Once we get through mistake four and five, we're going to do live optimization of a whole series of these sites. But can I hear from you quickly? Is this the right pace? Optimize me. I need feedback so that I can... Uh, quickly carry this forward. And uh, Dave, I hear from you. Others, quickly, quickly. Is this content helpful? Are you finding something that you can use and uh, that is useful in your day-to-day -day activities? I'm watching all of your comments come in and I'm going to keep going. Lots of good positive comments. So let's look at mistake number four. The wrong message, someone says. Let's see what we mean by that. Test protocol 1693. Large publications seek to increase home delivery subscriptions. The goal, again, is to increase those subscriptions. What color scheme will result in a higher conversion rate? Here is this publication. Very famous brand. And this is version A. It utilizes a current best practice blue in the look and feel. 
By the way, this is the color we often find converts very well. It's also the color that was closely connected with their brand. This is the new page and the new color. Now, audience, we have a version A and version B. By the way, I'm going to walk up here off the camera again, gentlemen, and I'm going to look closer at uh, the audience comments to my last question. And uh, it is very, very good. Excellent. So let me just say this. I need you to tell me which one will perform the best. Is it A or B? <laughs> Sally says green means money. <laughs> All right. I see A, B, B, A, A, B, 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 A, A, B, A, B, 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 A. <laughs> okay. Listen, I... I'm saying those out loud. You might say, what difference does it make? We can't follow all that. Well, you've got to sort of get a sense of how the audience is voting. If they're all A, then you guys understand that a lot of people believe it's A. But frankly, I think our audience, Paul, you can see better than me, but it looks to me like our audience is pretty split, aren't they? Maybe 51-49. Paul says that because of his brilliant mathematical mind. He's counted them all instantly and they're coming in by the hundreds. Um, let's look at them side by side. A and B. I'm watching the audience. You can keep voting. We're going to pay attention to how you voted. We're going to see. By the way, those of you that get it wrong, we're going to be sending a small note to your manager, just so you know that, and, and informing them that you uh, made a mistake. Uh, of course, I'm teasing you. Take a look at the two pages. There's a lot of times when we can get a page into the zone, but we won't know its performance until we test. This is one that requires a test to even begin to understand which one is best. Uh, however, I'll show you what the results were. The color blue was 11.2% better than the color green. Now, it sort of leads to a learning because the hypothesis that we generated, and by the way, you don't just run random tests. Tests are designed to fill in the gap, the gap between what you know about the customer and what you should know about the customer. And so often when we are approaching our test, we're just trying something. Trying something is not effective test design. You should take your question, form it into hypothesis, and then turn that into a research question. In this case, we wonder about this. The blue is closely connected with their brand. We think the blue brings from the brand, by association, its, its aggregate value proposition force. Brand, by the way, is nothing more than the aggregate experience of the value proposition. You can get quite technical on brand. You can get lost in brand. You can also use it as an excuse to cover up a lot of poor marketing that delivers an even poorer ROI. But brand, when it comes down to it, doesn't make a promise. By the way, don't trust it. And agencies, I know you're all over here on this call right now, so I'm not being anti-agency. But don't trust when an agency says you need a brand promise. No, you need to create a brand expectation. When someone selling me something makes me a promise, I am automatically on guard, defensive, watching. I want to counter it. I want to test it. I want to push back. But when I draw a conclusion myself, when I begin to have an expectation, then I own that expectation and I begin to defend it and I operate from it instead of against it. Good marketing doesn't just make a promise, it creates an expectation. And that's where the power of brand is generated. And in this case, the power of that particularly well-known global brand may be helping this color by association outperform the other. Let's continue. This is uh, wrong, not this. Uh, very interesting. I, I want you to see this next version. And I'm going to ask you, the audience, a question. I need feedback from you in order to see if you can learn the difference. 
Not this, but this. Now, forget the difference in the page design. Better headline, I get it. But we test a lot of things here, and particularly the color piece. And the headline itself is connected to the color choice and connected to the image choice. Let's go back. This is the original page. This is the new page. And we know that the new page, by the way, a very successful product, highly optimized to start with, and digital so that its revenue uh, was, uh, you know, basically high, high margin. An increase here is something that flows right to the bottom line, and it's an increase of 13%. Now, let's stop for a second, and let's go back. We know that this new color is outperforming the old color, but I want you to understand that the color itself has a message. In the first example, the one we saw before this, the message was associated with the power of the brand. Here, there's something else going on. When you look at the message of this page, it implies something. Think about what it implies. Can anybody see the difference between the two? Can anybody tell me what you think? The Oh, someone says hackers. Karen, that's an interesting theory. <laughs> uh, you are in the matrix with a question mark, says Jeff. Credibility, I'm assuming you mean for the second design. Computer screen data, Ray, you, you put your finger right on it. Now, let's talk about the other. Techie, computery, somebody says computery. That's C-O-M-P-U-T-E-R hyphen E-Y. We've coined a new phrase today. Uh, all right. Now, spying, said someone else. That's true. Uh, old school internet, says someone else. That's, uh, there's some truth in that, too. What do you think about the next page? What does it feel like? Tell me what this page connotates inside of you. I'm watching U.S. government. Very good. Uh, patriotic, government, trustworthy, professional, police. Uh, American, government, law enforcement. You're absolutely right. Do you see how the color is being coordinated with the message that's being also coordinated with the image so that both the headline, in fact, let's look at the headline. Find out how law enforcement professionals use Net Detective to uncover the hidden truth. And then you see a seal. By the way, that seal was built in Photoshop. That's right. And as I've said before, you can't get that seal anywhere else in the world unless you have Photoshop. But that seal has its own particular connotation connected to the flag, connected to the colors. And let's go back to the other design. Here, search over 211 million records, find people run background checks and criminal records. Now, frankly, this is a test that's worth running because it might well be in some situations that a large percentage of the audience would be uh, find this first version more effective. It feels high-tech, it fills computer, database, search. But at a, in an industry where there is a lot of, uh, let's say, shady practices, credibility becomes particularly important. And that's why I think in some ways this page outperforms the other page. What you need to walk away from in this example is that color can help you send a message. And that's essential. Let's keep going. Let's look at... Uh, Let's look at a page submitted, Academy of Music and Art, and uh, it is submitted, let's see, by Chris, and uh, the goal here is to, uh, let's see, establish trust and further exploration of the site. Primary traffic is SEO, direct mail, and homepage. Target audience, moms with children, 2 to 11. Audience, help me fix it. I'm going to step forward and read your comments. I don't like the second version. What we'd, oh, <laughs> I guess you're talking about the other side. 
the one, the case study. Looks homemade, says Dave. You're right. Uh, put sidebar on the right, hmm, says Pat. Remove color in headlines, says Kevin. Where are the children, says someone. Old fashioned, too plain, no highlighting. Start over. Uh, why three picks in the same, uh, of the same lady? Next step unclear. Nothing is engaging. Line spacing issues. A lot of text. Too many colors, etc. Uh, Chris, uh, those are marketers talking, talking, and really a lot of what they're suggesting to you, a lot of it is very good. I look at this page and uh, I see uh, some critical points. Number one, open registration starts today. Doesn't necessarily make me want to explore the site. If the goal of this page is to establish trust and further exploration of the site, which is what we were told, then open registration starts today is hardly the headline to make that happen. Underneath it is music, dance, and art. I, apparently, that's a nav. But if that's a nav, uh, why is it right there in the middle? And where is the text that gives that context? Uh, and then it says above, brand new to music and dance lessons. That's an interesting question, but frankly, it's not a question that will drive serious engagement. Ask me something that makes me curious. A headline has a job. Here's what it is. Capture attention, convert it to interest. Agencies, please listen to me, and I say this again respectfully. Uh, agencies, you are so good at capturing attention. You invent things. You're creative. You drive remarkable results in terms of capturing attention. But if you capture attention that doesn't convert to interest, all you're doing is wasting marketing. You're wasting marketing budget. A good headline captures attention and converts it to interest. In fact, it's precisely, as you've heard me say over and over again, what a man must do when he walks up to a young lady in a bar. He must capture attention and convert it to interest. A headline is a pickup line. Its job is to get someone into dialogue. Precisely the same context as the bar. And what's going on here is we need to get uh, this person into this text and you don't have a strong enough hook to drive me into it. And so... In the series of micro-yeses, by the way, if you don't know what I mean when I say micro-yeses, you need to go to one of our clinics that teaches the inverted funnel and talks about micro-yeses and macro-yes. And in fact, Paul, maybe somebody can tweet the link to that particular one so that everybody can see that clinic. Probably of all the clinics on the Marketing Experiments website, of all the research, of all the discoveries, of more than probably 15, it's probably up to $20 million now in research there that you can access for free if I had to pick one for you to, to listen to, it would be the one that Paul's going to tweet to you right away. Paul's in the studio with me. And uh, it sort of lays down the last 15 years of re research and presents it in one single clinic. And it'll talk about micro-yeses. And there's a micro-yes that you must achieve from the top of the page into the subheader or into the main text. And we're not doing that with this copy. More importantly, the... Well, I won't say more importantly, but uh, continuing, the paragraphs are too long. There's no iPad through the paragraphs, meaning we need some bold font. There should be some bullet points early on. It's too much work to get through the text. Not enough guidance through the text. And if you want them to get into more of the site, you need to drive them into that with links earlier. And I wouldn't do it right at the top before it makes a lot of sense to them. At least not in the format that you currently have it. By the way, the headline at the top above that, I haven't even counted. You might say, well, what about our... There is a headline. Where our students are the stars. That is not a headline. It's not even credible. It sounds like hype. If I walked up to a girl in a bar, used that tone and made that sort of comment, the kind that you put with an exclamation point, I wouldn't get her in the dialogue. I'd probably frighten her away. 
That's a critical example. That is not just some sort of uh, distant metaphor, nor is it something I'm sharing with you for entertainment value. You are establishing a relationship. People don't buy from websites. People buy from people. You've got to talk to them. They've got to listen. They're not going to listen if you don't open with the right comment. And that's the wrong comment. It's the wrong image. Probably the wrong color. Underneath it, that red, by the way, the red is a terrible choice for this. And uh, it's a negative color being used to try to achieve a positive. Chris, I hope I haven't been too harsh. I hope that you'll, <laughs> if I see you at a clinic or at a, some conference or summit, uh, one of ours, that you won't, you'll won't. you be gentle with me and won't come up and uh, uh, hit me over the head with your briefcase. But if you, if I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather honestly discover what works and communicate it than be uh, liked by everyone. Um, but I hope you like us, and I, and I hope I haven't offended you, and I hope this helps you. So, so if you uh, want to redesign this with some of these ideas and send those to us, then we'd be happy to give you some comments on it, because I know you're working hard to make a difference. Thank you for the courage of submitting your site. And simply because I was pretty hard on Chris, the next one coming up, I'm just going to be kind to, even if it's horrible. <laughs> All right, I'm teasing. Let's go to mistake five. Wrong flow. Now, we're on the fifth mistake. And then we're going to go pure live op, several pages back to back. Use the balance of our time right to the last second. This clinic ends in 15 minutes precisely. I'm watching the timer and I am going to speak with uh, content right to the end. I have nothing to sell here. We'll just keep trying to teach you. Let's go to wrong flow. And uh, I would suggest for you not this. We'll have to figure out why in just a moment. Look at the issue here. Apply now is being as far out of the iPad on the immediate right. It does have some orange to drive you potentially in that direction, but it is separated in a white field, making it look like it's something separate from the messaging in the blue. There's a division. There's a barrier. There's confusion uh, that interferes with the thought sequence. And so what do we do about this? Well, uh, look at the difference. Uh, the button is now part of the messaging. And, uh, and the difference is measurable. 51%. Look again. It's interesting to me because the orange color is clearly one of those colors that draws your eyes. In fact, we use it in safety. Hunters call it hunter safety. And it's used in safety vests and all the rest of that. And yet, the blue is working better because the blue is now inclusive to the whole message and doesn't feel like it's part of something else or a separate message. Again, this is a proper use of color and it's a proper use of color where there is low contrast. Look at something else or high contrast. Low on the top, high on the bottom. Everything on that button looks black and white except perhaps the credit card image which we're not showing to protect the, uh, to protect the bank. And then look on the right hand side. Apply now. That one button has all the weight. Remember size, color, shape. It's the only shape like that. It's the only size uh, with color like that, it has those three critical elements that make you see it and understand. By the way, I would probably change that wording from apply now to something else, but that's a whole different test. I shall continue. Here is another example of wrong flow. On my left, the main orange call to action is buried between a bright red seal and the price of the product. While it may be the right color, it occurs at the wrong time on the page. And in fact, the entire page is divided into boxes and a lateral messaging that interferes with understanding what someone is trying to say. So not this, but this. 
Marketers, can you see the difference? I know, I, I, watching your comments, your, your marketing quotient, your understanding of cognitive psychology that applies to the purchase process is improving, but you probably can look at a page like this on the right and see how it might be stronger than the one on the left. The messaging has been simplified. The call to action is in the right place. The eyes are being guided in a proper order to match the thought sequence. And, uh, of course, the difference is measurable. 41%. Let's uh, think about that in context for just a moment. Five critical points, and we're going to come back to them, but let's see the application of this with uh, another page submitted by Todd. Todd, your page is beautiful. I have nothing to say. It's lovely. I don't think it can be improved upon. Marketers, would you agree? Todd, I'm, I, I, I promised that I would <laughs> make, be good to the next person to submit a page, but I'm teasing. We're going to go through it right now, and I need the audience to tell me. So, I still don't know what the site is selling. Very important comment by Lee. Uh, uh, button higher up, says Alyssa. Better weighting of selection, says Scott. White on blue is hard to see, says Pat. Even columns and multiple calls to action, says Jeff. Uh, let's see. You're too something. You're too kind, says Philip. Bad eye flow, says Ray. Eye tracking shows uh, the middle ignored, and etc., etc. Call to action button is not highlighted. These are all comments from marketers who are attending this event. Let's look at it together and see what we can do to help this, uh, this particular page, but also all of you out there who have pages that you're trying to improve. The goal is to get visitors to fill out the contact form, uh, phone call or purchase plan. The AdWord and SEO and Craigslist sources are driving the traffic. The target is small business owners. You can see a URL that you can visit. In the meantime, I'm looking at the page, and uh, I would say, first of all, we have low contrast. Just talking about color, the choice of that uh, white on blue makes it very difficult to read. There's so much white text. Perhaps one big, bold, white headline would have been okay, but the small font, the smaller it gets on a low contrast background, the harder it becomes to read. In addition, the paragraphs themselves are too long. And it looks like you're selling three different things. There's a call to action up there that says get a free webinar evaluation and then add to cart and then add to cart. And in fact, the add to carts are identical buttons, but they're offering something different. And since there are no images to clarify it, you have to work very hard to see what the difference is. And you don't know what the main driver of the page is. You don't know what you really want people to do. And it says to get objectives or visitors to fill out a contact form. Uh, or a phone call or purchase of a plan. I don't know where the contact form is. I can't believe that you can achieve all three of those objectives well on one page. They have to be weighted. One should be dominant. Here's a teaching point for everyone on this call around the world. One objective should occupy at least 70% of the page's attention. Everything else should be divided among the remaining 30. When you try to have, say, three objectives, 33% each, you will end up with poor conversion for all of them. You need to help people get to the main point. When they arrive on this page, they ask three questions. Where am I at? What can I do here? And why should I do it? Where you're at is reasonably clear. What you can do here is not so clear. And why you should do it is uh, potentially clear. You have the text, but it's too hard to make meaning out of the text. In fact, you'll notice that when you get to the white box, now we have gray on white. Designers, designers all over the world, please, please listen to me. They, you may find that that's attractive. You may get bored with black on white, but 
The goal of marketing is not to win an award, not to entertain, not to get recognition, but to influence a decision. All marketing, by the way, even branding, should influence a decision. And the problem that we have here is that in the interest of perhaps making the page look a little bit more attractive, we have gray on white. That's a bad color design. We have a green that I doubt is the right color for buttons. In most of our tests, that particular button color is not very strong. And uh, we have two evenly weighted options on the bottom in the form of two columns and a different offer above that and no clarity about what matters the most. We have paragraphs that are too long with no font or bold uh, iPad through them. And then we have a website that's really uh, being driven by a, a very weak headline. Let's look at the headline. We'll make your website matter. What does that mean? I have to stop and think about that. And you know what? I didn't come here to make my website matter. I came to solve a problem. I came to achieve something. I, I came because I have a need or I have a desire. And you've got to get that really clear there because that's not enough value to drive me into the next micro. Yes, yes, I will read what's below that headline. So who do you get from a page like this? Only the most motivated users. They'll, they'll work harder. Because they're, they have high interest, high motivation. But you lose everyone else, and that's what hurts performance. That is live op. We are not done. I have a whole bunch more pages. And by the way, I have seven minutes. That's a remarkable amount of time. In seven minutes, we can solve most of the problems in the free world. And uh, I'm also going to tell you in the last minute who's going to win the upcoming election. But for now, <laughs> my staff is making fun of me, for those of you that aren't in the studio. Uh, for now, I want to take you to a quick but a very important summary of the, of the most important points. I'm a teacher. I want you to remember these things. And by the way, you can, you can watch this video and get all of this later on the Marketing Experiment site, probably about a week from now. For now, you'll see these critical pieces, uh, points one, two, and one, Paul. Did you see that? Yeah. And, uh, and then after that, you'll note these critical errors that we want to avoid. This is the most important slide. Wrong emphasis, wrong amount. Wrong combination, wrong message, and wrong flow. With that in mind, I'm shifting right into more optimization. Oh, no, I'm not. Uh, there's a new course that we're releasing. I said that we didn't have any sales content. I didn't know this was here. I'm going to skip past it, Paul. I hope you're interested in, in the audience. It's just released, and it's the latest course that I've written. But take a look, if you would. Wall Street Journal Europe. This page has been submitted. Let's see what we can do to help it. So the goal is to acquire new customers that was submitted by Gill and uh, the primary traffic is search titles, banner ads and the website and uh, the target audience is CEOs, CFOs and MDs. Really? I guess managing directors. That's Europe. So that doesn't mean doctors. MDs would be uh, managing directors in Europe. In Europe, the common leadership title is managing director and, uh, and it's actually it's my title here at McLabs. Look, look at the screen, if you would. Wall Street Journal Europe. Subscribe now and get four free weeks free. Now, the journal is very smart at what they do, and they do uh, an excellent job in many marketplaces. With our money-back guarantee, your investment is risk-free. So they come up with a strong offer, and then they assume directly from that that you're ready, and they give you a choice to select your 12-month subscription offer. Underneath that is an explanation. Audience, tell me what you might do to make this page more effective. I'm going to watch carefully. The form is scary long. I want to avoid it, says Leanne Evans. Uh, the radio buttons, which look like regular click buttons, are not good. Give greater weight to one offer, says Amanda. Well done. 
the two steps, although you can't always do that in the political environment, but the two steps to guide me are dark, hard to read, in reverse type. Yes. Uh, a two-step form. I'm going there. Good point. And uh, Allison, subscribe needs to be more emphasized. All right, let's just move for just a moment. There is an assumption in this form that you're already ready to make a decision and that you're only having to choose which one of these two that you want. Gil, if you know that the incoming traffic is coming already to subscribe, they're certain that they want to do that and that the only choice they have to make is which subscription, then this page starts to work. I would not have the form this long in this page. I would test this in a two page form where you capture essential information on the first form and capture the balance on the second page so that you can earn incremental commitment and you can market to those that don't complete the form based on the information submitted on the first page. There is that possibility, Gil, and it's very powerful. And believe me, I'm running over 220 path tests for the New York Times. So when I suggest this, we've done it many times. The Boston Globe, same thing. In fact, mo all those paths and all of that's engaged in um, multiple tests as we test and experiment. I worked a lot of papers. And I would suggest to you that there's an assumption in the thought process that the person here is already prepared to purchase. But I don't know that they are. And if they're not, you're moving them in to select your 12-month subscription offer too soon before you've talked about the particular value associated with this offering and this page. Now, once that's done, you might need to help people understand there are two ways to receive your paper or two ways to receive the Wall Street Journal and then offer those two ways very clearly. We were very involved in testing the new paywall at the New York Times and again, people had to choose the way they wanted to receive it. There's language you can use here that is positive, connotates something strong and allows people to feel like they're being given a choice. Then I would suggest something else for you. If they really are sold, don't make it look like ads. Make it look like a form. I don't mean an ugly form, but a simple, clean form where they're choosing which one they want. There's a little information on the side and maybe one of them is pre-checked. If not, if you can't pre-check one or overemphasize one, make this whole page not feel like an ad, but like a useful sort of uh, utility, like a useful approach to getting the paper. I've tested that and found great value with that as well. But... I think your biggest question is, where are they at in the micro-yes funnel? Are they ready to make a purchase and only need to make a choice of which item to purchase? I hope that starts to help you. Gil, I have a lot of thoughts about this page because I've done so many like this. That's all the time I have because Paul Cheney is telling me I have two minutes left and I'm going to go to one more page. We're going to give you in two minutes one more. Slap it on the map. I don't know what that means. Apparently, that's the name of a site. Objective is to get people to choose a plan and call. So, there's traffic, I won't read it, there's a target audience of small business owners, and the goal here is to, uh, again, get people to choose a plan. Uh, I don't even understand how it gets people to choose a plan. Being very candidly, I don't see what the plan is. And uh, I don't see a choice. And uh, what I see is something that I think is probably hurting you. It looks, and I know you're using uh, mapping uh, and local search, but I think the image of the map is too large and it interferes and the image and the black box make that look like it is an ad, actually an ad interfering with the primary content. You don't want people to look at this and automatically bypass it because we're being trained by the Google search engine when we see a map to go past it unless that's exactly what we're looking for. Now, I know a map is essential to what your product offer is, but I wouldn't present it in that precise format because it's creating confusion. The second thing is, there is no conversation. It looks like an ad at the top, and then underneath it, 
it looks like you have uh, three different parts of a conversation because those are evenly weighted headlines. There's no, there's no flow with a major headline, subheadlines. And then underneath it now, we see where the plans are chosen. And I see that you have two numbers. Choose a plan and complete the form. I like that. That tells people exactly what to expect. Uh, and, uh, and so I think you're, you're getting there. I think you need to be careful about putting me on the map. I think that sounds cool, but they need to know exactly what happens when they click on that button. It's got to be something that they want to ha see happen. I also question, let's scroll back up, whether you want the form that low on the page. The reason it's down there so low is because you have so much space being taken up by what looks like a banner ad that has nothing to do with what the core offer is. In addition to that, um, look, at the, uh, look at the slogan at the top. Let's go all the way up to the top, Paul. Slap it on the map. If you're not on the map, you're not in business. You know what? That's just clever trite. Uh, it's not anything that anyone is actually going to find persuasive. In fact, it almost sounds arrogant. Think about the tone of that. Ask if you use that tone in a normal relationship with a person that you just meet. There's a better way to say what you're trying to say. And frankly, you're assuming that everybody here knows what slapping on the map means. Now, maybe they do. Maybe they're coming here because they're already familiar. If they're not, this page isn't beginning to start to communicate, right? Because there's too much confusion at the top. I am out of time. I just was given the zero-minute sign. We're about to leave. Uh, but I want to thank you and ask you to, if you find this useful, to share this content with a friend. I'd also remind you, anybody that submitted your pages, send them back and we'll do our best to give you some comments. Did you find this clinic helpful? Can you use the Q&A feature to tell us that? You're going to be given a survey, but I'm reading it right now before I walk out of the studio and I love to get your instantaneous feedback as we try to pack every event with as much content as we can to help you go back and get a significant result in your own business. We are going to keep conducting research, trying to learn and sharing with you all that we're discovering. Thank you again for joining Amec Labs Web Clinic through Marketing Experiments. Thank you for listening to this recording of a Marketing Experiments Live Web Clinic. You can sign up to receive invites to future live web clinics, as well as receive access to $10 million worth of internet marketing research at marketingexperiments.com. Thank you.